futuro of radio. Future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. I mean. I honestly thought that he knew. <laughs> but even if he knew, why would you bring that up? Like, that was, you know how sensitive of a subject that was. I wasn't that sensitive. Oh, it was. It was at the time, or at least we thought that. And then you just blurt that out. Like, well, I mean, hey, I was trying to think of, because that was when we were talking. I, actually, it was a particular I want to know what exactly you were trying to achieve with that. And maybe we can go through that part. It was bonding. You you did a 10-year snitch on me. Oh, my god. That was not bonding. That's a 10-year <laughs> snitch, Sarah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to get through today, but I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh. There at the top of the page. <clears throat> that is an actually a very exciting link. I actually, I've started very to, exci- the link. It's it's one of the best links you'll ever see. I have started to have maybe a slight bit of a little bit of a Amazon issue lately. What do you mean? I mean, I keep going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon mm-hmm. link, and then there are all these things that you can find. There are all these like great deals and things that you can find. Like I just got this amazing like iridescent like glowy backpack thing by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that Amazon link. If you see Sarah still out and about anywhere, she will most likely show you her backpack. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I think there's no avoiding that for quite a while. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know I'm so obsessed with it, but that but I would have never found it had I not gone to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on that Amazon link. I have to stop. I have to stop because I have some like – I have little bits of money like set aside in like some of my different um, – like different accounts, so I'm like, oh, Wait, you're this different, thing like is illegal only... accounts that you have stored. Money no, not in. illegal <laughs> accounts, but I'm saying like, it's oh, I have it some... sounds like in my various like, offshore bank accounts, like I some money some... I've set aside for you know things like <laughs> from frivolous purchases, like if I have like a gift certificate for something. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. and so like I'll have that set aside, and so I'm like, oh, this thing looks really neat, and it's actually really affordable. Did you see there was a study that was done about? Um, drinking and shopping online, drinking and online shopping. No. About how much it's affecting people. They, they did a survey of like 2,000 people who, who are people who consume alcohol, like at any level, and 79% of them said they were guilty of drunk shopping. Oh, on, wow. Online, mostly Amazon, but also eBay and a couple other ones. And they're buying stuff that they, had, that they did not really need. See, I don't, I don't drunk shop. You don't. No, I just you never ordered anything after a couple of drinks. No, I just kind of fixate on something. Like I'll think that I need something, and I'll start looking it up, and I'm like, oh well, I have this this gift certificate, this gift card here, and I could just use that towards something. Yeah. Yes, I know. It's kind of. I, I don't think it's an issue yet, but I need to like stop myself from getting because plus I've run out of gift cards, so it's fine. So now it's yeah. Yeah. Now so it's now it's done. Because so I'm not yeah. gonna because it doesn't feel like real money if someone's gifted you an Amazon gift card. You sure. Know? Yeah. It's just like that feels like like fun money. Right. Well, and that's okay to use some fun money by going to funemploymentradio.com clicking on the Amazon link. But uh, I, was just, I just thought that study was, was funny. Yeah, I know I, now that I'm looking that, this up, it says like these things like $4 billion in sales. $48 billion, I believe it was. Oh, maybe they missed a decimal I point. Think, I just had pulled it up and then closed wait, it again. Yeah, I think it's $48 billion. Well, now I got to check. In drunken been, sales? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. 
Wait, now I want to make sure that I got that stat right. Okay, yes, $48 billion. That uh, is a lot. <clears throat> yeah, that, isn't that crazy? Well, anyway, uh, go to funemploymentradio.com if you're part of that $48 billion or not, whatever you want to do, and just click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. Chicken, so it right. sounds a little pervy that Sarah's walking around <laughs> forcing everyone to look at her backpack. Have you seen my backpack? I get so many compliments on it. I have had, I've only had it for a few days, but even my barista, she, the, she was like, oh my gosh, I, that bag is amazing. I'm like, oh, wait, for, so I have to do the thing. So this backpack that I got, it's this weird reflective material is what it's made out of, and it looks one color in like normal light and in the dark like it's almost like this matte like grayish black like muted color then if you take a like if you take a picture of it with a flash or if it hits headlights or sunlight just right it glows like um, all these different like reflective surfaces so it's like bright pink and green and blue and it's very pretty yeah and so my my favorite thing all this weekend when everyone says, says I'm like oh you think it looks good now and then I take a picture of it with a flash and then it totally brightens up uh-huh. and it looks like fluorescent colors right it's pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I've heard the story a few people. times uh, just because I know you're a very big fan of the backpack. And that's that's great. <clears throat> she does. If you see her anywhere, probably for the next month, she'll be talking about that. Probably. Um, I am bringing it to New York City, though. You will be. And we're going to talk about New York yeah. here in just a few. But we need to get go over what happened this weekend. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. We need to explain what went on. So uh, first off, I want to say thank you to our wonderful friend, Mr. Tim Riley. Tim Riley. Uh, if you're a long, long-time listener of Fun Employment Radio, well, you, then you definitely know Tim Riley, and you know Tim Riley from the Rick Emerson Show. And uh, Tim now works at Fox 12. And he wrote um, during the whole thing that went on with me last week, the thing which shall not be discussed again. So you, can, you can listen to the, the episode all about that. See, I told uh, you it's, di- it's, it's gone away. Somewhat, yes. Somewhat. For me personally, it never. <laughs> not at all, actually. It's, it's forever. Be coming up for a long time. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's different though, not a public thing. Uh, so, so, uh, so yeah. So Tim wrote, and uh, he was so awesome. He actually had sweet tickets to the Blazer game the, over this last weekend on Saturday, and which is and, like a private suite kind of thing. Yeah, it's like private your own suite. room. Yeah, and uh, and he it's offered. Not like you were saying sweet tickets. Oh yeah, sorry. No, <laughs> to a private suite that he had he had won tickets to, and he had. Um, extra tickets, and he gave one to myself, Sarah, and extra our, our good buddy Scott Daly. Yeah, and so it was so nice. It was so nice of him, and and so we went down there, and Tim was there as well, and we were having a great time, and we're sitting there talking. Now, I brought up the Rick Emerson show side because if you, again, are a longtime listener, you know it was it was Rick Emerson, uh, Sarah X. Dillon, Tim Riley, myself were part of the last iteration of that show before we got laid off from commercial radio, and and then we started Fun Employment Radio. But within about a month or so of getting laid off. We actually went over to Tim Riley's place, and we attempted to film video, but I think something went wrong with the video of what we were filming. But it was supposed to be like a big reunion of everybody that got laid off. Yeah, because it was and, for a Thanksgiving thing, and we all got laid yeah. off at the end of October. So it was like the first yeah. time after a few weeks that we'd all seen each other again. And there was a bunch of us there. Aaron Duran was there. I believe maybe Court. I can't remember exactly who who all showed up. But a lot of people from uh, – from from the radio station and even beyond, just friends were there and just kind of a big celebration. And we were going to film some things for it, uh, hang out. But I believe we did get audio for it that went up. So we went there, and Tim is an amazing. He's the greatest newsman of all time, of course. That I am hundred percent the greatest newsman of all time, and he's also had 
His house is very nice, like one of those places where it's I'm like, so oh, nice. I'm it's so like trashy looking. I know it's like, like it makes you feel. I mean, but Tim is like the Tim's he's very awesome. nice. It's not him. It's yeah. myself. I feel dirty. No, I mean anyone would feel dirty there. Like even as clean as your house is, like you look at Tim's. I mean, it's immaculate. He's a news god. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, you cannot. Mortals cannot compare to gods. Yeah. That's just it's the true. way that it is. It just is, and so. So we were over there, and I'm trying to be very careful, and you know we're having some drinks, and it was very fun, and there was food, and Tim's dog at the time uh, was McGee, R.I.P. McGee, and McGee is was like an immaculate dog, like very friendly, very nice, very well groomed. Greg not only like had Tim's house life. envy, he had dog envy. Dog envy too, <laughs> and I was petting McGee, and McGee was white Dalmatian, and again. Very nice house. I'm trying to be very careful about everything that I'm doing. But I was drinking some red wine in the kitchen. And, you know, in the midst of trying to just not ruin things at this place that I was very lucky to be invited to. You were in the place that didn't have a lot of absorbent surfaces. Not a lot of absorbent surfaces. Yeah, there were like counters and like some tile floor. Like it felt pretty safe in there, I'm sure. Felt safe. So I was like, okay, it's not on the carpet. I can have some red wine in here. Well, it's me. And what I did was I was blah, 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 talking, swinging around my glass of wine. And before I know it, I looked down, and I had slopped wine not only on the floor. Oh, God. But on McGee. The white Again, McGee the dog. William Dalmatian who had just been groomed, and he's walking around with wine on his back from me. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I just stained McGee red. I just the back of his dog. Dog. <laughs> dog red. And so I And it wasn't that much. It wasn't like it like McGee had been marinating it. in it. No, but and he's definitely... a dog. He didn't know, but he's also walking around and it's dripping off of him. Oh, Greg. So I'm like, oh my God. Panic. And I grabbed paper towels and I remember cleaning it up. And there was only a couple people that saw this. One being Sarah Stillen and the other, I can't remember exactly who. I think it was Aaron Durand, but I don't remember for sure. Oh, I don't know. There was one other person that saw it. And I was like, you, nobody can say anything about this. Like, you can't say anything about this because I was so embarrassed. Like, I mean, I lived up to the trashiness that I felt. That's true. You know? And again, nothing that they were doing wrong. Me, my internal guilt of feeling trashy being there. It's like you're bowling or something and you were set up with bump, you know, like bumpers on the side where there's no possible way that you would still be able to get a, a you know, like have it go in the gutter. Yeah. Yet you still were able to like found work through a those. Way found a way. To really just go right for the gutter. Just natural instincts took me there. Like, you got to do something Just here. guided you. And so it slapped wine on his dog. And I cleaned it up. And I was terrified it was going to get found out because I was just so, mainly just out of embarrassment. But nothing well, happened. I think I think somebody had like already like spilled something, and like Tim wasn't very happy about it. But I don't oh, know for maybe sure. Maybe that was it. Yeah. So I think that was I think that was why you were extra scared because you're like because you knew that he wouldn't care about you know you got, got no. A but on my the dog. embarrassment was going to be <laughs> enough. So here's the thing: absolutely oh. nothing happened with that for about ten years, maybe nine and a half. Until Saturday night, when we're standing there in the suite that Tim had so graciously given us tickets to, and we're talking, I don't know about past things, maybe past radio, and out of nowhere, it wasn't out for of no nowhere. reason, not even within context of the conversation we were having, Sarah just blurted, that's like the time that Greg spilled wine all over McGee. 
And I was... <laughs> to Tim. I did not say all saying over. Saying as loud. I said, I said, oh, that reminds me of the time when, you know, you, you spilled a little wine on, on McGee. That's it. I that didn't is say not how you framed over. it. There's a middle ground in there that is not as simple as way okay, you Okay, but just it's not it. as dramatic as yours. There's a middle ground in there. But either way... Or you got wine on the dog. I think I said something like that. Yeah. That was like the time Greg spilled wine on the dog at your house, Tim, on McGee. And then here is what happened. I looked at Sarah with rage, the fury, most bulby, like crazy eyes, crazy eyed, like glare his forehead that I vein was all like popping do. out, and his face turned like raspberry red. And I'm like, because Uh-oh. Sarah just snitched. After all that time, something, all this had gone past. We were having a wonderful time. And Sarah snitches on a nine and a half year old issue. And I at this genuinely point, thought that he knew. Why would it even matter? Because why would it, you say it, it even? It worked into the conversation in some not. way. I you don't remember forced it in. exactly you what it was. I did not wedge it in. It was something about we were all talking about that Thanksgiving, and Tim's like, "Ah, oh, do you remember that thing?" And I'm like, "Yes." I'm like, "Oh yeah," and like that was also the time that Greg spilled wine on the dog. <laughs> God, why would you do that? Because it went along with the conversation. It did not. It did not. You just threw me under the bus no matter what. Oh. Okay. Well, it was uh, We're going to get to this. Well, we're still going on this because here's the here's the thing. Wait, so I'm not so, so I'm no, supposed to forgive your, your accident and you can't forgive my accident? What? I mean, I, I I made a mistake by accidentally saying I thought that Tim knew that you had, you know, dumped wine all over his dog. No, you were supposed to keep that to yourself. Even if he knew, why would you bring that up? I don't know. Sometimes like, when I don't see someone in a while, I panic because I'm afraid I'm not going to have. And anything like to throw talk about. me under the bus. And so here's the thing: Did I throw you <laughs> under the bus, like, or did you throw yourself under the bus by spilling wine on the dog? Nah, oh my God! Seriously. Okay, if this is the way we're going to go, we're going to prosecute crimes from then. Uh, but then Tim's – the thing is, Tim's like, what? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And – because he didn't know that. And it's not – and because I felt so bad when that originally happened. I was like, okay, that's buried and it's gone and everything was fine. And it's not like Tim is going to hold some master grudge, but it's just like it was gone. It's not like you heard – nine and a half years. McGee didn't even notice. I know, but still, it's the principle of the matter. You snitched. I did not mean to. I thought that I was continuing a conversation. Like, and I thought that he had already known it. It wasn't – you wedged it into a conversation like forcibly. I did not wedge you it. You awkwardly forcibly put it, put a snitch into a conversation. It would be like, oh, hey, Sarah, yeah, that's great. Um, you know, also – I didn't uh, spill wine on his dog. What are you going to try and say? <laughs> I don't know because I'm not a snitch, so I'm not going to snitch I behaved like a decent human being, not dumping alcohol all over animals. <sighs> I, I thought that he knew. I'm sorry. Yeah, but Greg's like crazy eyes, like they started like bug out of – he got some like Rodney Dangerfield eyes and he's like staring at me. And then, I like, was there's so this, mad at I you. I didn't realize you have like – that like big like forehead vein thing and then it was kind of like well it was so embarrassing <laughs> like I'm trying it's so embarrassing and <laughs> whoopsie daisy what was also funny about that too is um, one of the guys that was in the suite you know, cause it was a bunch of um, Fox employees um, one of them actually was one of the guys that edited the story about Greg that we don't talk about anymore 
Yeah. Which was kind of funny. Yeah. It's like, hey, aren't you that guy? And Greg's like, oh, You know how many times I'm getting, aren't you that guy? (laughs) 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 Which is fine. Which is fine. Um, See, I'm I'm deflecting. Yeah. Remember how nice I was during that time? Yeah, that, what a good friend I was. Yeah, not de- not debating that part. Yeah. I'm just saying that doesn't take away the fact that you snitched. Doesn't it though? Like, what were you trying to accomplish? That's what I wanted to get to. What were you? What did you think would I guess, be accomplished? Like, make with a that? conversation. I don't know. Was it because you were like, oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Let's put it all on Greg. Because I had a fun anecdote from a time that we were referencing, and I'm like, oh, I remember. That's this is the thing I remember from that. <laughs> and I thought so that you had already told him because you you blurted, you blurted a snitch, Greg. You're the one that always tells me I'm super blurty. Why would you be surprised when all of a sudden, ah, I'm super blurty? I got to think of what else you know that I know I'm going to have to I don't to know. Wait. It's a little suspect in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not blurty about things that I think are really important secrets. And I honestly thought that Tim had already known because I thought we had laughed about it before. Because that's just ridiculous. You spilled wine. On <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. I felt horrible about it. I'm sorry. I can't change your feelings about it. But you know what? The bottom line is Tim oh. was not bothered by it. No, but he was He was a little shocked. He was a little surprised to hear that. And that is true, and you know that. Because I think he did kind of consider you like more of the upper crust. And yeah. I think you kind of got right into the pie with that Thanks. one. Thanks. Thanks. Right at the beginning of the night. The game hadn't even started. And you guys are all like, you know, masters of the universe talking, like two successful gentlemen business people. Like, la, 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 la. Greg spilled wine on a dog. La, la, la. Sorry, I didn't mean to. It wasn't a sabotage. I seriously was just trying to find something to talk about. Whoops-a-daisy. My bad. Snitch. Stop saying it in like that creepy <laughs> tone. Uh. <sighs> Oh, my stomach is growling. Can you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. Oh, boy. So I wanted to do the show, so I'm eating after the show. Don't mind me. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to My World of Crazy. Crazy. My first two stories have to do with uh, playing the lottery in Maryland. Apparently, that's someplace that you want to play it. So if you live there and you have a hunch, it's like, go for it. Okay. Uh, first uh, lottery story number one, uh, a Maryland man cleaning out his overstuffed wallet. You have one of those, Greg. Made a valuable <laughs> discovery when he found a winning lottery ticket that he had forgotten about worth $1.2 million. How do you miss that? How do you not check on your... He had one of those, like, George Costanza wallets. So uh, he's 50-year-old uh, Randallstown man, Randallstown, Maryland. He says he frequently plays the multi-match game, but he only checks his tickets every month or two when his wallet becomes too, too stuffed with the slips. So it's like he has a gambling addiction, like a lazy one. Yeah, it's like he wants to just yeah. give the money, but uh, if I win, I don't care. Well, he told Maryland lottery officials that he had heard someone won the major multi-match jackpot in his area. He's been walking around with $1.4 million in his pocket. 1.2. Like 1. But he 2. said he didn't want to jinx it by checking his ticket too soon. That totally seems like some weird, sort of weird tick that I would have. Yeah, that does seem yeah. like one. Yeah. Uh, the player said he finally decided to check his tickets when two months had passed without anyone claiming the jackpot. His wallet contained several winning tickets, including... Wow, really? He's just walking around with winning tickets, including the $1.2 million jackpot. Is that your you stomach? Yes, yeah, that's that my stomach. stomach. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I've been up since 6 a.m. and I haven't eaten because all I've been doing is like mainlining coffee and water all morning, which I thought I'm like, maybe 
trying to get New York thin in two days. Yeah, that's not how it works, and it's not going to happen that way. Shh, everything's fine. Yeah. It, this diet totally works. Um, all right, yeah, he said he was in disbelief until he um, saw his name on the giant check at the Maryland Lottery headquarters. He said, I see my name right there. It's real. Not a bad investment for an $8 ticket. He says he plans to use his winnings to pay off his debts, take a vacation, and buy a home in the country. Trina in the uh, live chat for the live subscribers says, uh, I have at least four megabucks tickets in my wallet at any given time. Oh. I couldn't do it. Like when I, I very, very rarely buy them. I have some – oh, in my other bag, I have some winning tickets that I got for um, like a white elephant gift. I have some winning scratches. That were Yeah, scratches that I think it's like totaling $7 between six of them. Yeah. But I've just been carrying them around for four months. Also, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I am eating food. I have a sandwich sitting here, but I'm not going to eat when I'm on the air. As soon as we're done, I will – Fill my face full of sandwich. Yeah, for all those who are concerned. Also, this was – I had the biggest phobia. Do you hear how loud my stomach is? Yeah. When I was in college, I was terrified when I would um, be in like big auditoriums and they'd be super silent except for the teacher talking. Mm-hmm. Because one time my stomach started growing. It was just like – and mm-hmm. so loud that I started having to carry granola bars with me everywhere because I couldn't even concentrate in class. I was so afraid my stomach was going to start making noises. <laughs> So I would have to constantly eat during – because, of course, I'm OCD. So this is, of course, another one of my things where I just have to constantly be eating. Were you chewing, like, loud food, though? No, not loud food. Like, mushy granola bars, like, like oh, Nutri-Green so bars. So you eating, like, goldfish crackers in the middle of class? No. <laughs> no, like, the mushy ones where I'd, like, eat – I'd girl. eat some and then, every, and then five minutes later I'd eat another because I was just so phobic that my stomach was going to disrupt the class. Because I remember the one time it did – People were like laughing around me, and I didn't know anybody in the class. And I was—they were like, laughing at you. They were kind of like, because <laughs> were they really like sitting there, like standing up, pointing? Like they were. Look at this I didn't girl. say they're standing up and pointing <laughs> at me, but it was loud. So I was like, like it sounds like a growl or something. <laughs> Maryland man lottery story number two. Slow news day. A Maryland man won more than seventeen thousand dollars from a lottery game by playing the numbers from his car's license plate. Anyone can play the numbers from Greg's license plate because yeah, everybody, everybody knows, knows it. it it's very easy to find. Which, by the way, if you would like to purchase a green Ford Ranger, it is going on the market. As seen on TV. As seen on TV. Well, the 29-year-old, so this guy's from Clinton, Maryland, told the Maryland lottery officials that he occasionally plays the pick three and pick four drawing games. Uh, so he said he played the numbers from his license plate, five, six, eight, eleven, uh, and, and he finally ended up with a $17,700 jackpot. Wow. Yes. I'm just I'm just going. Got a dream job alert. Because I know you like the Marvel movies, correct? I am a fan of the Marvel movies. I actually watched Captain Marvel over the weekend, so I am completely caught up with all of the Marvel movies. Ooh, I saw Captain Marvel Legal last Endgame. week. What did, you, what did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I didn't know much about Captain Marvel before I am. I thought it was a really good movie, actually. I liked it, too. Well, a website is now offering us out. for Endgame. Oh, boy, I bet you are. But I'm curious where they will take the MCU after Endgame because we know that Spider-Man Far From Home okay. will be the next big movie that happens after that. What? Oh, I was going to say, don't give any spoilers in case someone hasn't seen the... I mean, if you're, if you're going well, to see... Well, you don't have to see, have seen Captain Marvel. If you're going Marvel, to see but... Captain Marvel and you haven't watched the last Avengers... You need to watch... Well, the last several you need to watch in order. Yeah. Then you're going to be – it's going to be ruined for There's you. ones you don't have to watch in order, but you're, you're going to miss – you're not going to understand why. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you for explaining that to us, Greg Nibbler. Maybe you might be appropriate Actually, for Actually, you could watch job. Captain Marvel without 
without having to worry about. You're Marvel explaining to me right now. You can watch Captain Marvel. Actually, technically, it might be the first movie that you would watch because it does take place in the 1990s, 1995, I believe, to be specifically. And then, uh, so that would actually be one you could watch first. Although, if it's no, because spoiler at the scenes, end, well, yeah. those are the spoiler scenes after the credits. You cannot watch the post credit scenes. Will you let me ha- do my segment, please? A website is offering a $1,000 dream job. So they'll pay you a solid 1000 American dollars to a person who's willing to sit down and watch all 20 currently available Marvel Cinematic Universe movies in a row. Ooh. Right now. All 20. That's a lot. It's a website called CableTV.com. They're seeking someone willing to watch all of them in a row from 2008's Iron Man through 2018's Ant-Man and the Wasp. So you don't have to watch the new ones. Uh, and live tweet the experience while tagging the website's account. The winning binge watcher who will receive all of the films on Blu-ray as well as the $1,000 prize and a variety of Marvel merchandise will then be asked to help create a ranking system for the movies. I I wanted to do this story because I, I legitimately think this might be something mm-hmm. someone could be really – I've yeah. seen friends on the internet actually rank the Marvel movies with nobody paying them. Yeah. So if you are oh, interested I, in applying for this – uh, you can apply for the position at cabletv.com. dot com. So again, it's a thousand dollars to sit and watch yeah. all twenty Marvel uh, Marvel Cinematic Uni- uh, Universe movies in a row, and then tweet about them. Like all at the same time? Do you get like a I'm sleep sh- at some point? Yes, I'm or? sure you get to sleep and have restroom. Breaks. I mean, if you figure each Marvel movie is an average of one hundred twenty eight minutes. Um, let's calculate. Let me do some little. Crunch some numbers on here. All right. Here's what it says on the website. Do you have the endurance of Iron Man, the tenacity of Captain America, the leisure time of Ant-Man? Then cable TV has a uh, mission for you. Watch all 20 previously released Marvel movies back-to-back leading up to Avengers Endgame on April 26th. All right, so who they want to hire. The hero they're looking for is not only a Marvel fanatic but also an active, outgoing social media presence who'd be enthusiastic about live tweeting their marathon experience. About 43 hours, give or take. Hmm. So divide that by $1,000, and how much would that be? <sighs> what? Oh, but divide that by $1,000? Yeah. Well, how much see. money you're going to make? Yeah. Oh. Well, how much you're paid per hour? Well, yeah, so you get swag patches. So if you want to apply, just fill out the application form with around 200 words, making your case on why you think that you would be the proper fit. Mm, yeah, twenty four bucks an hour. That's good. Do you get to sleep? Yes, I think you get to sleep. I think you just have to finish it within a month. Oh, I'll totally le- do that. It says leading up to end game. Oh, pff, no problem. I am so excited! I, I could definitely do that. Yeah. All right. Finally, I have one more story. I'm probably going to go opening night okay. for this one. All right, go for it. All right, and finally to end. Little punctuation with a Florida man. Florida men, of course, have gone to jail before over chicken sandwiches using turkeys as weapons. We lots of things. There, wasn't there some guy who was throwing like cans of soup before? Yeah, there's been all kinds of stuff. Yeah, uh, there was also a, a guy really who was throwing be. burritos at people. No, so now, in the latest Florida man issue involving food, this one has to do with egg rolls. Okay, Keith. Gordon Johnson, 44 years old, of Pensacola, Florida, has been arrested and booked into the Santa Rosa County Jail on a battery charge. So police uh, say that Johnson wanted to enter a woman's house to steal some of the egg rolls that he had smelled and that he wanted from inside. (laughs) Your delicious egg rolls. I smell the wafting of your egg rolls. 
Uh, when the unnamed woman refused to let him in the house, uh, he kept ringing the doorbell repeatedly. Finally, he was able to get through the front door, shoving her aside. Uh, the woman said that she had agreed to bring out an egg roll for him so that he would leave. Um, but that's when he barged into the home. So she had opened it to give him an egg roll. And I guess the one just wasn't enough. Uh, in the back and forth of the egg rolls, the woman said she was pushed. Uh, but Johnson says that the woman hit him. However, he was in her residence. So, I mean, I don't really think they're going to be believing the crazy egg roll guy. Yeah. So he, um, as of this past weekend, remained in jail on a $500 bond. Don't take other people's food. Yeah, especially egg rolls. They're delicious. The egg rolls are delicious. Unless you reheat them the next day and they're a little mushy, they aren't as good mushy. You don't like the reheated ones? Not really. They're okay. Depends on how you reheat. If you reheat them in the oven, they're fine. Yeah. That's a little better. My oven still doesn't work. Oh, my God. I never got it fixed. I need to. How long has this been? A year. Two years? Two years. A year? It's probably been over. Oh, my gosh. It's seriously been that long? I was I joking. I cook very much. Apparently not. It's been over the a year. The stove top works. The burners you've had work. an oven that worked? I just don't want anyone. I like my own space. I don't want my landlords oh, coming Oh, wow. Well, I had um, my uh, Frankie came to check it wow. once. And he was, I'm like, I don't know if like there's something wrong. And he's like, oh, no, it's dead. But you're going to have to talk to the landlord to repair it. Joel, but I don't really need. I mean, that's just Sarah. The stove that's top like... works. I use that. Wow. All right, anyway, not necessary. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Um, well, let's address this. So, in case you didn't know. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? We are heading to New York this week. New York City. Uh, I will be there broadcasting for Digital Trends on uh, Thursday and Friday. Sarah is just going. I'm going. <laughs> so Greg is staying. Um, so we're staying kind of. We're both going to be in Manhattan, but yep. we're staying kind of in different parts of it. Um, I think we're going to meet up at some. We're going to meet up and hang out at some point. Yeah, so we'll be we doing will. some well, unemployment I'll, radio this weekend stuff. for yeah. sure. But uh, but yeah, I shall be uh, recording uh, live over there. But uh, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I want to see too. So I'm gonna, just going to say where I'm staying because it's New York and I don't care. So I'm staying at this place called Carlton Arms, which I don't know if anybody okay. else has ever stayed at it. It's like this. It's this weird. 125-year-old, like, art hotel. Okay. That basically every single room and hallway and bathroom and staircase is all painted by different artists. Oh, that's cool. It's so exactly the thing that I've, that I've, al- I've always wanted to stay there, so I found, like, a pretty decent rate. Nice. So I'm staying there. So if anyone's ever stayed there and has any um, tips for me, let me know. Cool. Yeah. What are you going to do, Nurek? You're staying at some, like, fancy place, aren't you? Uh, I don't Wherever they put me up, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be working for a lot of it. But even still, it's still awesome. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'll be working in New York. Yeah. So, so if you have any suggestions for anything that we should do or check out, let us know. Yeah. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Let's talk about the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. Yeah, how are you doing in that, Brodio? This is the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, where we have it going at funemploymentradio.com slash T-O-C. Keeping track of the game. Some upsets over the weekend. Some teams went down. My bracket is... It must be towards... I mean, I think I have lots of chances to win it. I mean, nobody's winning. Nobody ahead right now after the first weekend is going to win it. That's just... The odds aren't there. Oh, wow. The person who's number one right now, their name of their bracket is just called... Sure, why not? (laughs) 
Someone who clearly spent a ton of time in it. But I'm looking at our placement. So, you know, as is our responsibility, Followed we need to let you born know. Born here is number two. <laughs> oh, man. Bracket oh, there I am. Oh. Sarah Stillen, how are you doing? Oh, God. Am I doing worse than Greg? Oh, Shit. Yeah. Damn it. I didn't even put like any. Usually, like I'll try and pick because of colors and everything. I will say I didn't put any effort in this year. Oh, now you're gonna say that because, of course, this is what you're how you're feeling. Oh, wow, you're way down there. Yeah, I'm at sixty-two oh, you're out of doing seventy. Terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, says what? Fifty oh, out of seventy. You picked Texas Tech as the champion. I didn't know. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Make fun of me all you want, because I cl- I don't even know what you're making fun of me about. Actually, they're still in it, aren't they? Yeah, they sure are. Well, um, either way, here's the thing. I believe that oh, my team will clearly be on the comeback trail. I'm quite confident. Yeah. I will still be up there at the very top by the time this is all said and done. It's 171 possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can totally win this still. Yeah, okay. Best of luck to you. Anyway, best of luck to everyone. We'll know more this weekend is when the games start back up. Oh, Anita Kip Collier's bracket is in there. Oh, Anita. To me, these balls are perfect. Heather's wild-ass guess. Guess. Oh, nice. Well, there's lots of them in there. And I'm confident I'll be at the top of this bracket by the time the thing's done. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah, I'm glad you're confident. I mean, that's, very, that's very, adorable. Very confident. Uh-huh. Very, very confident. But I'm confident I'm going to beat you. Want to make a bet? No. Maybe. Because you're afraid? No, how many more, How many possible points do I have? I don't know. Let me see. All right, I have to go. Let's well, think about it. I, think right, I will think about it. All right, no, how many possible points do you have? Why? What does that matter? Because I want to know if I can, like, feasibly actually catch up. All right, so I have... Out of 159 points, how many does Greg have? You all go to the Yeah, but that's all different. I mean, if Texas Tech wins out, you're going to win the whole thing. So I think... Oh, stop. No, stop it. Oh, if they do, yeah, you you will because nobody has Texas Tech winning that. Nobody. All right, so I have People from Texas Tech don't have them winning at all. You have 171 possible. Yeah. Oh, Um, what what are you trying to say? What are you implying with that? You don't want to bet me because why? I'm going to have a comeback. No. So you want to bet me because you're confident that you're going to I win. will figure out if I want to bet you or not. I haven't figured it out yet. Well, but if you're that confident, I think you should just make the bet. Unless you're not <laughs> confident. Wow. Stop. If you want to go back through and play this game or play, the, listen this to this show. This is my nightmare. This is game. my college nightmare. Play. Am I standing in front of everybody in my underwear? And oh now everybody God. stands around laugh, laughing at you. Ha, 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 Laughing at me <laughs> in the montage of the for the movie, that's what it would be. They'd all stand up, like, Did you hear that? <laughs> and they point that's in the movie montage. You get revenge in the end, yeah. I know I do. Hmm. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. We <gasps> want to give a big shout-out and a huge thank you to yes. Asylum. Asylum. Uh, because of last week getting so screwed up. Uh, Asylum 
donated such amazing prizes for our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Day at the Landmark Saloon back on St. Patrick's Day. And seriously, could not be more appreciative of them. It was so amazing. I mean, thank you so much to them, PDX Asylum, Anton, Deb. You're yep. all awesome. Go visit them at 3713 Southeast Hawthorne. Yep. Right across right. from the Baghdad Theater. Absolutely. Yeah, they and, have so much cool stuff. And like them on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash PDX Asylum. And uh, go there and show them, uh, show show them, them some appreciation. Love. Yeah. And the inside of your wallet. Well, that too. <laughs> well, that sounded more threatening the way you said that. I know. Well, show tomorrow, me the inside of your wallet. <laughs> tomorrow on the show, we have a special Look at my guest. backpack. Yes. Uh, yes, tomorrow on the show, we do. We have a special guest. It is Steph Kralovich. From Fox 12. And uh, we went on Steph's even, show. I know, before Good Day all Oregon. Of this last stuff, this stuff happened last week, we yeah. already had her scheduled to come in. Yeah. So Steph is going to be joining us here on the show tomorrow. Might start even just a little bit early tomorrow, depending on how things go. Um, but, uh, cool, Steph, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, Steph will be joining us tomorrow on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. We really do appreciate it. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And give us a call, 503-515-9120. Thank you, everybody. You're all awesome. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. All right. Give me a sandwich. I thought you were going to eat pizza.